for having me this morning. It's true. Early childhood educators, as they used to be called childcare workers, are paid around half the average national wage. And yet they do a vital, vital, vital job in our communities and supporting parents and families to enable them to return to work. But actually, the sector has evolved from simply enabling women to participate in the workforce to now become largely about education. And so every educator out there is now required to have a qualification, for example, and they have to meet very high national standards and regulations in terms of a national quality framework and very high standards of um, participation in community programs. There's a high educational element and there is regular checks that are done by various government authorities. So many people are unaware of how the, the job of being an educator has progressed, and yet the wages that they're receiving have simply failed to move at all. Yeah, to tease that out a little bit more, because I, I suspect that cynical people, ignorant people really, given what you've just said, might think, well, it's just a glorified babysitter's job. It really shouldn't be uh, remunerated uh, so highly. But that, that's absolutely far from the case, isn't it, as you're saying? Certainly. Whenever you uh, tell an educator that they're simply babysitters, you will see them get very, very angry. Because we've been talking about this for many, many years now. The Big Steps campaign, which is run by United Voice members, has been lobbying the federal government to step in and fix this um, for years now. And we've seen continued inaction. And one of the reasons that is, is because early childhood educators are about 96% female. So this is a female-dominant industry. People largely regard it historically as women's work. Therefore, you don't need to pay them much. And I'll just say in the year 2018, to have that kind of gender pay gap where educators are paid about half of what a male with a similar qualification is earning is really, really a big slap in the face. Now, you've mentioned that the federal government uh, has refused to support a wage increase for early childhood educators, uh, ignoring a February 1st industry set deadline to do so. The uh, Federal Minister for Small and Family Business, Workplace and Deregulation, Craig Laundrie, said recently, and I quote, the decision to award wage increases in the childcare industry is a matter for the Independent Fair Work Commission, not the Australian Government. Is that, is that just a case of, of passing the buck? I mean, surely the government could step in here and, uh, and mandate a, a wage increase in the industry. Yeah, that is definitely a case of passing the buck. They're throwing their hands in the air and saying it's all too hard. But the responsibility is firmly theirs. The Fair Work Act is broken. The rules are broken. They've failed educators. Educators have tried to use the industrial relations system to get a pay rise, and it has failed them severely. And even if the Commission did award a pay rise, the sector can't afford to pay it. The federal government, the Turnbull government, would need to step in and change the funding model to allow that pay rise to happen throughout the sector across the country. What do you say to the argument, Karma, that sort of relates to, I guess, this earlier question of people undervaluing the, the work involved in, in the childcare industry, that, well, people do it for, for the love of it because they love uh, children and, and so on. And there was a great line from one of your, your national leaders about, well, love doesn't uh, get, you, get you a mortgage. So even if people do, do love the work, obviously it should be well remunerated. But there, there is that kind of perception, I think, isn't there, that it's, well, it's the sort of job that people do uh, for, for the love of it. A lot of people, I guess, don't like their job. So what do you say to that, that whole kind of perception? Yeah, it's 
really insulting when people say you love your job, so therefore we don't have to pay you much. Everyone needs to pay the bills. Educators themselves are also mums and their dads. They've got families of their own. They're doing the double drop-off every morning themselves. They've got mortgages. And they are operating on these low wages besides the fact that they've spent sort of 18 months to four years studying and they're providing a really professional service. So to say that simply because you love your job and you get satisfaction out of it, that you deserve to, in some cases, live in poverty, it's, it's disgusting and it's insulting. It was your assistant national secretary, actually, Helen Gibbons, who uh, used the line, you can't go to the bank and get a mortgage with love, which I thought was a great quote, actually. Now, in terms of the action itself, Karma, the uh, Keep Your Children at, at Home Day, there's been a, a lots of lead-in time, hasn't there, in an effort not to inconvenience parents and, and obviously as part of an effort to, to get support from parents. Tell us, tell us a bit about that in terms of, I guess, how much support you've got from parents. There's been an advertising campaign associated with it as well. What's been the, the lead-in like and, and what's planned for the actual day itself? This is really exciting. It's a National Keep Your Kids at Home Day. We're going to see, oh, who knows at this point, because the phone keeps ringing every day, but around 6,500 educators coming together and advocating for themselves. Educators are really good at advocating for children, but they're done with that. They're angry and they're going to be standing together and and yelling and holding signs and singing and clapping and giving amazing speeches across the country and advocating for themselves. What's really interesting about this particular action is that parents are deliberately keeping their children at home. The first time we've really called on our families and our parents in the sector to support us in such a public way. They've supported us for a long time privately through all of the conversations we've been having with parents at pick up time over the years. And I think people really underestimate the amount of support that parents have for their educators. They share a really unique relationship. They are in a team. They're raising and educating children together and they really take a team approach. And some parents will be inconvenienced tomorrow. Who knows what's going to happen? There will be rolling chaos across the country. These these shutdowns and these walkouts are going to be happening everywhere and some parents are going to be inconvenienced. But we don't apologise for that and really neither do parents because you know what's more inconvenient? Having the person who cares and, ed- and educates your child change every six weeks. Finally, uh, Karma, what can parents or just people who are, I guess, outraged at, at the state of the industry, the fact that government's not doing nothing to support an increase in, in these, these low wages, what can people do if they want to help support the campaign or just to find out more about the campaign? Please support the campaign. Educators are relying on community support. Recognise that educators are underpaid. Recognise that this is a gender issue. And go to bigsteps.org.au and join our campaign. Call on the federal government, say enough is enough, step in and fix this pay crisis.